0: Hi, my name is Jason Adriani, and welcome to the Blading Chats, your skating chat based. In this podcast, we are talking with bladers and bladies from all over the world, United by a single passion, blading. Episode 31, Brian Weiss. Yo, what's up, man? What's up, brother? Hey, how you doing? Fine, what about you?
1: I'm good, man, I'm good. Uh, just slow start to the day today, just kind of chilling. Thank, you, you, thank you
0: so. Fine, fine, thank you so much. I know it's uh, quite early uh, up there in Detroit. So yeah, so at 1
1: much. o'clock, mid-afternoon, you know. College kid, college kid early you know?
0: <laughs> exactly exactly so everything's fine
1: uh yeah man i've been good uh there was one uh kid that i grew up um i don't know if you ever heard of the video second coming mm. he uh there was a kid in our area who um filmed me kind of growing up we lived near each other uh, his name is alex Beaupre, but his dad actually uh passed away from uh oh, the virus it no was last way. week time so that that kind of brought it a little bit closer to home. You know You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's been all kind of just on the news and that kind huh. of stuff and, and then that happened and um, yeah, it just brought it a little bit closer to home. But other than that, man, uh, I'm healthy, uh, close family's healthy, so yeah, all good, man.
0: Oh, great, great to hear that. And um, so in Michigan, like, uh, because I've seen like a lot of uh, different things through the US, what right, is right now the situation in Michigan and especially in Detroit? Uh, it's
1: been good here. We kind of had a um, a large uh, protest at the uh, Capitol building. Um, a lot of gun owners were up there. Uh, people were protesting the stay-at-home order. Um, I'm just going to be real with you. I kind I live in uh, I live in Detroit, so I live in kind of a lower income area. And people are still out here barbecuing. You know, yeah, still, I mean I mean just today there was a video. Uh, they have a Sunday fun day. And it's just where people barbecue and like kind of do donuts in their cars and they're still getting together right now. And then everyone's getting together on the Capitol building, you know, and it's just Damn. like, but everything I guess close to my community, I see people doing a lot of good. And um, yeah, I, I think that for the most part we're it's, it's uh, we're doing pretty good here.
0: Oh, great, great. Glad to hear that. And uh, yeah, I, I don't really know like um, John, like um, sent me like a video the other day from San Diego, there were, like, people, like, uh, into the street protesting about that stuff. Yesterday I was talking with, with Fish about it. And, like, it doesn't really look like a smart thing to do, right? Because you can pass it through and, like, the virus can spread, like, super fast. And, like, uh, it's, yeah, it's, and,
1: just, and just like anything, I think there's a smart way if that's how you feel. You know, everyone's allowed their right to do what they feel. There's just a smart way to do it, I think. True, and, true, true. And I just, that just really kind of is bad when just people can't be... Responsible because it's bigger than us. It's it's not just about you know how it affects close to you. It's like you said, it can just you know spread quickly and and that's why you know and, and I hate to say it. It's kind of just you, you know they're they're having these stay. At, we have a stay at home order, so you you're not allowed to go resident to resident. Okay. Um, and you know you'll get a fine apparently, but it's it's kind of just it's just like just abide by that. We only have to and the quicker we kind of follow the rules, I think the quicker you know, this can be over or we can, you know, exactly. moving on, you exactly. know. Um, and stuff like that just kind of, you know, I, I know people have their right, but then it kind of extends this whole thing, you know, which puts a stress on everybody really, you know.
0: Exactly. Like, it, it happened here in Milan, the same thing. Like we, yeah. like, we just totally underestimate the thing because we thought it was like, just like a normal flu. And then like in, in one weekend, like, I would say that like maybe one third of the, the population here in Milan and uh, the other the oh, yeah. city, could get like get infected and like numbers were like super crazy for a month and right now like the government said like things are might be changing the 4th of may which is going to be like uh if you count the whole days together they're like almost two months of like quarantine yeah. and all that so yeah you guys
1: you guys got it got it pretty bad there
0: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely yeah. And uh, so, like, and I think
1: that happened. That happened with like I, I don't I, I'm I don't know if I had my facts here, but didn't that happen with like the Spanish flu, where it was like it, it was one thing, and then it kind of morphed into the Spanish flu or something like that. I, I can't remember if that's right or some something in our history was like that. So it's like you know we have to take all these precautions, and it's exactly of, you know, and it's 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 really hard for us. Also, I was reading this thing about exponential growth and how humans have a tough time visualizing what that means and how quickly something can happen and just spread and and all that kind of stuff so
0: exactly yeah. because it, yeah. it takes like a, a month like like we like the very first time that I heard about it was like uh mid December and like in the news but they were saying about it like it's in China so we were like oh, whatever it will never yeah. come here and then like in at least at like uh less than 2 months like it, it blocked the world war, so yeah it's because i mean
1: and, and nowadays i mean we're all so global you know mm-hmm. that's you know it's it's not so much you're stuck in your area it's like you know where everybody's traveling it's kind of cheap to travel you know it's like you can go anywhere and and so it can spread very fast you know
0: and so like w- what about your job like what you're doing actually for for living and like if you're able to to are you able to work actually or um
1: i i do a, a bunch of well i do a couple of different things I, i'm a photographer um, I shoot kind of, uh, product photography for a, a couple of local places. And then I also do some, some commercial work too. Uh, I also do like graphic design work, logos. And then I, I, uh, for the past six months was doing like UX UI work, like kind of developing an app with uh, a company here. Um, I am seized on all work at this point. I got actually an email, like it was about two weeks ago it was my last one and everything's just pretty much on hold till... You know this is all over, and it's kind of a bummer for me because i I get paid half up front and then kind of half when I finish oh okay, 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 okay. well i'm I'm half through all my <laughs> jobs right now, so I just have to wait, you know to finish up and then get paid or whatever so yeah um been interesting, been pretty interesting i'm lucky i i live here it's cheap, you know, mm-hmm. so I've been able to to stay afloat and and be fine for right now, but it's it's getting to that point though, you know, true. True. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: We were talking yesterday with the fish and like also the other days with the other like bladers who are like filmmakers or photographers and stuff like that. Like for us who are doing this type of job, it's a kind of a pain in the ass because like all the jobs are like going to be postponed or all the payments I've received like a, two weeks ago, an email from a is client. That, is, that what,
1: is that what you do? You've Yeah. Uh, oh. I'm a filmmaker. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, you know, so you're I mean it's the same boat and you know, I hate to say it even though it's crucial what we do, it's like it's kind of extra in a sense. It's like they're like, "Oh, well, we got to, you know, survive right now, so that's all on hold,"
0: you know. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And like how how long have you been photographing? Because like I, I watched your, your website before like before doing this and your pictures are pretty cool and I was like wanting to ask you like when did you start taking pictures and like uh I started kind of taking photos when
1: skating when kind of it was on a decline and and it was like we all wanted to go out and film and then friends that were filmers were just moving on to other things or whatever and then so I just kind of got a camera and it was mainly to film and this was maybe oh man 2009 or 10 maybe something around there maybe a little bit before that and uh yeah got the camera just to film and then I started taking photos with it and then kind of just started doing my own thing. And what you saw on my website, that's kind of just personal stuff that I like to shoot. And that's kind of mainly what I like to shoot. Mm-hmm. I'll shoot skating and stuff, but um, yeah, I mainly just kind of like to just, it's like my little kind of escape and just, yeah, creativity kind of thing, you know? Um, and
0: like, are you shooting like uh, on film or like with digital cameras?
1: Uh, I shoot with uh,
0: a little point and shoot thing
1: that I like. I have another camera for obviously like commercial work and stuff, but yeah, I have a, a kind of a point and shoot that I use just cause having the camera on you and like how big it is has been the biggest part for me i feel like is just having it on me when i see things and yeah so that's why i kind of go with that but a lot of that stuff just point and shoot
0: great great man i i do have like a i bought like one day um a year ago from my wife the yashica t3 i don't know if you ever heard about this camera Yeah. yeah and it's like I never, like, really see the differences, like, be- because before that, I never, like, really shoot on, on film. But then, like, when we developed the, the film, which was, like, the Kodak Portra 400 or something like that, man, yeah. the quality of the images were, like, something else. They just have
1: something else to them, you know? True. They just They just do it, just... Especially depending on what you're trying to shoot. I wish I was... Uh, just a, It's just, like, kind of expensive, you know? And I'm mm, kind true. of a little bit... I just fire off a lot of stuff and I experiment a lot so I, I mean I'm kind of actually been thinking about now that I have a little bit more of like a vision of what I want to shoot transitioning into then when I have these projects in mind to then just shoot it with film
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and kind of experiment with the digital and then maybe you know try to translate one with the final product with film maybe you know just because you can't I mean you just don't get anything like that you know with the digital.
0: True, true. Well, you do have, like, a shout-out here from Luis. He says, "Wise, you are a dope rider, six-style hugs from Puerto Rico, Blader Gang.
1: Oh, man, I'm giving you a big virtual hug right
0: now. (laughs) Great. And, like, who are, like, your... um, Of course, I do believe that you have, like, uh, uh, some photographers that you get, like, inspiration from. um, And who they are? Uh, Right now, biggest ones, uh, Jack Davison. He's from the U.K.
1: And then uh, Lydia Roberts. Uh, and then a friend of mine who is uh, a pretty big inspiration is James Parker. Um, yeah. Those three kind of uh, Jack Davison's kind of the main one. He uh, shoots a lot of portrait work and I'm sure you've seen tons of his stuff before, but he shoots kind of with a point and shoot and he shoots people like through just, he just takes like cardboard and he'll just shoot someone through cardboard and just uh, through like a glass, like a wine glass. he'll shoot someone through that. And he just keeps it extremely simple, natural light and, I just like the simplicity of it and how he creates something that every time you see a photo of his, you know it's his. And it just has a feeling to it just instantly. It's just dramatic and a lot of black and white. Um, Yeah, he's just kind of, that's like my favorite thing right now is his work's very inspiring.
0: Awesome, like one day, randomly, I was able to shoot, to to make a video, to make, I wouldn't say like a video because I was there filming something else, but like all of a sudden I ended up working with, I don't know if you know this photographer, Albert Watson. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like uh, he's like the one who did like this um the famous portrait of uh, Steve Jobs, uh, the the black and white with the uh, with his classical uh, suit yeah. and uh, Tupac Shakur and stuff like that. And like yeah. just, just like you were saying, like those photographers are like really um like a master. Like really like they they really know how the light works, and they like see that guy work. You, you with... just feel it.
1: It's just I I don't even know how to explain it. It's <laughs> like you just like you see their photo and it just like, it's it kind of like grabs you for a second, you know? Truth. And, and sometimes it's not even anything really out of the ordinary. It's just somehow the combination of what they're doing and like the feeling that they catch with someone in a pose. And, and Jack Davidson talks about that, about how he doesn't, he doesn't want anyone to pose ever. He's just kind of shooting and, and it's pretty amazing when he, that he gets what he gets out of it, you know?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And um so with that being said like um I'm I'm Italian so I don't really know anything about uh, Detroit besides uh, Eminem of course the 8 Mile or whatever but like from what we know here in Italy uh, um there's like this this image that probably is wrong that, like Detroit is like kind of dangerous place is that true or not Um
1: very deep answer but I would just say off the top uh not so much Yes. Before, probably when you were hearing things about Detroit. Um, yeah. I mean, we, no one was in the city. There's you know no money here, no jobs, a lot of corruption, police corruption. I mean, now kind of depends just where you're at, you know, um, you just gotta, and we're block to block here. We don't have a, a lot of uh, uh, gangs necessarily, like large groups of gangs are just very block by block neighborhood by neighborhood. So even where I live is, is, My my couple of blocks are pretty nice, but then if you cross over the street right over here by me, it's like, you know, probably don't go there after dark and like, you know what I mean? It just kind of varies. Um, But now it's come, I mean, we have so much money now in the city over the last three years. It's just, it's a completely different place. I actually moved out West and kind of uh, with an ex-girlfriend, we just uh, kind of traveled around out West for probably about four months or so. And when I came back, I mean, people were talking about things going on here and I had no idea. (laughs) <laughs> and I've lived here for a long time, you know, and it's just changing and there's so many new things here. Um, I just hope that it's all been in our like downtown area, in our kind of college area. So I'm hoping that it spreads to, you know, other neighborhoods around here okay. for people to talk about Detroit in one way when there's so many, this place is huge. I mean, you, uh, it's, it's unbelievably big and I do. there's whole areas of the city that kind of people might not even think about when they think about Detroit, you know? A lot of, you know, lower class neighborhoods. And I just hope that some of this attention to the city now starts picking up. And then, you know, we'll say a couple of years, five years from now that it, that they can benefit from it as well. You know, that's, that's kind of my hope.
0: Just, just like what happened to New York City within like the, the neighbor has like a Brooklyn or Bushwick or Williamsburg, maybe back in the day, they were like kind of a dangerous places. But right now, just because the city spreads and all that, like they're yep. like pretty cool and, and uh and chill places to, to go hang and and to, to go live right yeah
1: yeah that's happening a lot here and it's it's yeah big time big time here
0: and like there's also like like here in italy we do have this show called hardcore hardcore pound i don't know if you ever heard about this one and like, is it the, like here? It's like a, a big thing. Like everybody talk about it. Like, especially two years ago, like it was the thing. Like like all the people here were like was talking about it, and like they were like super fan of the show. Is it the thing also in 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 the in Detroit or not? It was for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. I actually used to live like decently close to where the place was. No way. Um, yeah, it was. it was. It was after the show uh, went on. Uh, it's funny you brought that up. We were uh, cruising around before. Uh, this happened looking for spots and we ended up driving by the building. It's like for lease right now, but oh yeah, so funny. Um, and then also we have a hockey player here named Darren McCarty. And he kind of had a bout with like drugs and alcohol or whatever, but they ended up hiring him and he was on the show working <laughs> at, at the pawn shop. Yeah. Oh
0: my goodness. Yeah, pretty funny. That's crazy. Yeah. And um, yeah, still talking about Detroit, like um, earlier I was watching some stuff. Uh, to get some inspiration to settle a couple of questions to asking you. And like, uh, I just realized that like, you guys had like two NYTAs, the the Motor City Shakedown, like several, like probably 10 Bitter Cold Showdown, right? And like, yeah. how, how was like, um, how, like, which are your feelings about like growing up in a city within like all of this uh, history of uh, competitions? Oh, it's been great. I mean, we have one of the best communities. I've, we have so
1: many things, you know, we have so many contests at Modern, you know, we have a bowl contest there, we have a street contest here, it's it's always been like that, and there's always been passionate people here doing things, and, oh, it's spoiled, you know, I mean, I, we're, I, I've been absolutely spoiled, especially with skate parks we have here too, I mean, I don't think many people think about it, but yeah, we, a lot of history here, and- true with having that is is easy to keep involved with skating, let's say, you know, because we have so many things going on here. It's easy to to kind of keep that flame alive, I guess, or keep skating and keep wanting to do things, you know, and it's, it's all started from, you know, those IMYTAs and it just kept going and somebody took over and did something. And yeah, we've always had a solid crew here. It's been awesome. Yeah,
0: exactly. Just like you were saying, the scene in Detroit looks pretty strong and solid and like super productive, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all kind of skate together often, you know. I mean, everybody kind of is in touch with each other, and yeah, it's it's great, man.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I lo- love it here. And like I remember the the, the skate park of the Motor City Shakedown it's, was that the Airborne, right? Shakedown, yeah, yep. Was it in Detroit or was it like a kind Airborne of Airborne is
1: Airborne's just right right outside of Detroit. Um, it's uh, it's closed right now,
0: right? They closed, yeah,
1: closed. yeah. Unfortunately. And then we actually just had a, a long time skate park here, which were. The family was very blader friendly um shout out to the landslide skate park but they just uh the family that owned it uh that was very into rollerblading they sold it and then these bmxers took over and then they actually just had to close their doors uh because of the virus here so they said they okay uh, yeah unfortunately but um
0: yeah heavy history here man a lot of <laughs> it were you there at the those two i um i
1: went uh no i didn't go to any of those no i actually We'll get this out there. I lived in uh, a suburb from here uh, till I was probably about like 17, 18. And I really didn't... I skated, but I was so far north and I didn't know that there was a scene. I was full on into skating. I didn't pick up a magazine till I was like 17. Oh, wow. Like, I didn't really know like about... I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, I'm as old as, let's say, Don. And I would look up to like brian shima instead of kind of like the early early you know like arlo and stuff even though i'm the same age and that should have been kind of who i grew <laughs> up with i didn't really catch on to the whole scene of skating you know we, we had a, a small skate park that was at a church so i could go skate there and i never really had to go to airborne mm-hmm. or anything you know so i really didn't know about there wasn't a skate shop or any magazines there it was just a park you know um so yeah that's kind of funny fact about me i guess that <laughs> not a lot of people know you
0: know Damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, like, and right now, just because you mentioned uh, Dom and, and the other guys, like, you're skating with, uh, with Vibralooks, which is, like, one of, the, one of the coolest and the hottest brand in the industry. Like, how does it feel to, to skate for, for them? Oh, man, that, are you kidding? When I, oh, man, unbelievable.
1: <laughs> that was a dream come true. AJ just asked me to go to Spain, and that was it, man. I just said, yep, let's go. Get awesome. me out of here, man. Oh, yeah. Dream come true, man. I, I, I mean, I grew up watching all those guys, you know, and especially even Don, too. And, yeah, so to be a part of that and, you know, be homies now and joke around and everything is great. Unbelievable.
0: Great. Awesome. So you, you're skating frequently with with Dom right now?
1: Uh, not so much. Uh, once a week, usually we have a, uh, a Wednesday night skate during the winter at Modern. It's like a Blade night. And so I'll mm-hmm. skate with him there. And, and uh, um, but... Not in a, not in a little while, man. He's uh, he's got the family thing going on. So, um, and Lou just kind of started school. So he's yeah, it's getting busy over there. Getting busy. Um, yeah, but we try to get out once a week at least.
0: Awesome, awesome. And like I always wanted to ask you uh, to ask somebody from, from from Detroit. What happened to the the Raza brothers or to Brian Murphy?
1: Oh, Brian's still around. He uh, uh, actually just went to a wedding with him pretty recently. Yeah. Uh, Brian's still around. Steve. Um, Steve moved to Portland. Actually, he's been okay. skating out in uh, Portland with with that crew, and and uh, he moved out there. He's got a job out there. So, um, and then Dustin, Dustin is still up north uh, in Algonac, which is like I say, it's like an hour and a half north of here, maybe a little bit more. Um, and he had an injury, and I think that it kind of never came around. Okay. I mean, he's been he came around and skated and stuff, but it's kind of hard. I think when you're that far north, there's not like a lot of people around, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. True. True. And, uh, so like, are you working on something new, like some, uh, some new beauty or something like that? Uh, yeah, I got a
1: couple of things that I'm going to do this summer. Um, one of them is with a friend of mine. He shoots photos of me and he's uh, going to get into the filmmaking kind of thing. And he has some friends that are into that. And, and we're going to try to, uh, make some shorts, like some short kind of little films, uh, with skating kind of at night uh, in the city here. Um, yeah, we got some rough ideas we're gonna try to experiment with. Just do something a little different, um, a little more with uh, like our photography and kind of filmmaking eyes instead of just about like skating tricks or whatever, you know, we just want to make some cool things and uh, yeah, use kind of all of our skills and, and mash it up into into one thing. So actually kind of really excited to, to work on something like that, you know, just a little bit different than a normal go out, do a trick or whatever, you know.
0: True, true. Oh. And like, um, the, talking about photography, like, uh, do you have like any favorite photographers from the blading world? Um, uh, yeah, Adam
1: Cola. I love Adam Cola. Yeah, Adam's one of my favorite ones. Um, who else? Christian's been killing it. Mm-hmm. I love all Christian's work. He's been great with, with, um, with them. Um, yeah, but Adam's probably my favorite one. I'd have
0: to oh, great, great. And just because you mentioned earlier with with AJ and your trip in, in Spain, like um have you ever like um, that was your first time in Europe or like did you like uh, came here in I Europe went, like I went to uh, I
1: went to Sweden in uh twenty twelve maybe or maybe it was after that. Um I went to Sweden, yeah, I went uh Ze- I don't know if you know Zeb.
0: Yeah, of Bad course. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. That's immense. So, man. He-
1: we yeah, he was like skating for Shima at the time when SSM was around, and uh, yeah, he just uh, their skate park there was the way that their government works. You know, they get money for like mm-hmm. their skate park to you know fly people out and do contests and things, and yeah, he just hit us up and was like, "Does anybody want to come out?" And yeah, so I went out there and hung out with him for a couple weeks, and but other than that, that was uh, yeah, that was my only time over in Europe before that.
0: So next time you you gotta come here in Italy, huh? Oh, I'm coming, man
1: all I can think about. It. And then all this happened, you know, I, I was just like big time thinking about what I was going to do. And then all this went down and then the plane tickets were cheap. And you're like, I was like, I want to buy them all right now. You know, but then, then it got worse, you know.
0: <clears throat> yeah. But like, as soon as like all of these things will uh, will be done, I do believe like all of us, we're like looking forward to travel all over the world, just like you oh, were saying yeah. because. And especially for us,
1: it's kind of a bummer. Cause you know, we have the winner here and it's like, this is like our nice time to be out, you know, and damn, true. sit inside and we only got like three months of this, you know? Oh, damn.
0: damn, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So Brian, with that being said, I do really would like to thank you for, for the time you gave me for doing this chat. I do really appreciate it. And um, yeah, yeah, man. I'm looking forward to see you soon. Just like I was saying, if you ever want to come here in Italy, in Milan, just let me know. I'm oh, here. Got it, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dude, thank you for doing this. Uh, all the no. chats that I've, I've listened, listened to and watched have been great, man. Uh, yeah, keep doing your thing. This is no, I, sure. I think it's – I don't ever have a chance for, you know, anyone to kind of hear me just talk as a person other than if I see you at a skate event, you know, and it's kind of reading my words in a magazine is one thing, and it's – yeah, it's just good to to do this, man, to just No, no. Thank you.
0: Thank enough. you. Thank you very much. It's like a, it's an honor to talk with you and, like, you participating to that thing. So thank you so much, Brian, for your time, and uh, – I'm looking forward to see you soon. Okay, boss. Hell oh, yeah, brother. Be safe. Safe. Bye. Bye. Thank you. you. Bye everybody. Thanks for listening. The Blading Chats.